Hello there, Dunder Mifflinites, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a sleepy time podcast that was nearly uh, late or missed a post date this week, which would be the first time I've missed since I started the podcast, but I soldier on, and I apologize for the late upload this week. This is the first time that I've had such a tight turnaround on the episode, and I will make sure this doesn't happen again. But tonight we're getting into The Traveling Salesman. This is Season 3, Episode 12. And I think we're going to jump right into it here. But as always, make sure you're sleeping uh, safely. No wired headphones, please. And your sleep timers are set for about that 20-minute mark. The cold opening here is one that I reference all the time in my own head because only other people would get this reference michael has a keyboard where he's typing and the computer is speaking and he has a little uh, post-it notes and eyes and uh, the chattering teeth on the mouth and he's typing you know discreetly so that uh, he looks like you know, he's not the one typing we get jim he just called in pam and he says, Harvey, this is Michael. He says, me so horny, me love you, Long Tim. And he says, Long Tim, Long Tim should not, long time. Me lobioi, long time. Lobioi, I, I, lobioi is a constant uh, thing in my head. And then get out of my off five. Get out of my off five as well. I don't know why. This one always sticks with me. Oh, and then Michael looks at the camera, and, and the camera just says, boobs. Man, that is a, a classic cold open right there. The cold opens, the cold open in the first few seasons are just, I don't know, you could say classic, amazing, but like I've said before, it'll be interesting to go through it in this new, you know, looking at the show through new light, especially in the later seasons because I was so kind of out out of the loop or, um, you know, I was, we'll see. So it starts off where Kevin, if concerned that the tax forms had not arrived at corporate on time, Angela is defending the fact that they were delivered in the morning. They're both looking at the door. Uh, Andy is now sitting in the kitchen, looking down with Karen, walking in, and Andy says, we're touring Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, and they're all, they're all uh, getting picked off, and he says, I'm not falling in a chocolate river. Dwight comes in, slightly late, he says, everything okay? You are in the clear, she says, thank you. Pam, just looking at her, Angela says she doesn't want, I don't know, Skittles or M&M's, whatever, whatever in there. Now we have everybody in the conference room, and Andy says, pass the tardy sauce, joke doesn't really land. And we have sales dream team around the room, Andy, since it's your idea. We're going to pick your partner. Michael 
Scott, Doctor of Sales, Dwight looks incensed, of course, and they do a little banter and Dwight just looks in the camera like, are you kidding me? Phyllis chooses Karen. Jim is like, oh well. Superfly Stanley, pass, looks up and he takes the kid. And Ryan says he was second choice after pass. Dwight and Jim are the two remaining. And and Jim says, hey, yeah, we used to go on sales calls all the time. We got a picture right here. It's a great one of, like, Rain Wilson with a pretty mean long hair mullet or something. And Jim looking not that much younger, really. But... And he says, uh, Sebring by Chrysler, heck of a motor carriage. Michael tosses Dwight a big bag of laundry, says long story. They circle up. They said this is the amazing race. Is that show still on? Wow, do you remember when that show came out? Everybody in my family was obsessed with that show when it came out. And I feel like they watched it for like 10 years. I haven't watched TV. Like, I haven't watched anything other than The Office for 10 years or, or more. Teams of two and we are on a mission. And Mark as I go. Michael walks over, takes Phyllis's keys and throws them under. Little hazing or uh, abuse. Now we have Jim in the back seat, or uh, Jim driving with Dwight in the back seat. And Jim puts his face into the back of the seat. And he says, in order to take down Dwight, I gotta take his ally out. Every success I've ever had is come from my ability to slowly wear someone down. And he wants to know about the laundry situation and explains the whole situation where Dwight tried to go over Michael's head. Andy is loving this intel. It is a long story, but quite well told. Interesting where Dwight went behind your back to be a terrible person. And he says, oh, I used to work at Abercrombie, so I'm a pretty good folder. Abercrombie, also nearly bankrupt these days. Stanley and Ryan, Ryan says, hey, can I have the lead? He says, nothing would delight me more. Phyllis and Karen went to get uh, facials, like makeup perms. 
Angela says, hey, you want to go get lunch with me? She's like very sweet to Pam. Pam is skeptical. Jim and Dwight get out of the car. Dwight asks for the keys. And he, he plays Molly Crew at the top of the top volume while Jim Jim's like, hey, you still do that thing? And Jim's just waiting outside while Dwight punches the air, pops himself up. Now you have Andy and Michael, kind of brown, Andy brown nosing Michael. He says Dwight is more of a super dud. And Michael's, Michael's not really having it. Andy says, my plan is taking, oh, this is a great scene. Andy's outside of a bathroom, uh, like a public restroom. Michael comes out and said, the men's room was disgusting. And that's it. That's the gag. All right, we got Jim and Dwight. Seven out of ten attacks are from behind. 30% chance I'll attack you from the front. Jim gives Dwight a nice slap in the face. And he looks absolutely shocked. And like completely shook, shooken. Now we got Jim and Andy selling, selling, selling. Andy talking about his Hamptons. Sniped it, sniped a shark with a rifle. Also shot a deer once. Now I got, now we're laying in sails. And Andy, Andy starts talking and, and not, uh, no one's biting. He says, look, we don't really want to go with a big company. Michael read the room, understands it, and he's uh, noticing flaws in his ways. Really hurting the sales. Michael's like, stop, stop, and he pinches his neck. Talk about your classic lame-o. Michael says, yes, we do want that guy buying our paper. Angela and Pam are at the coffee shop. He says, this friend of mine, Noelle, she had missed a deadline. And then this gallant gentleman, call him Kurt, drove all the way to New York and handed it in. Guess he just really likes her a lot. She she's like a completely different person. Now they're she gives a lot of attitude there. Back to Andy and Michael. He's like, Look, I really screwed that up. I'm sorry, man. I really shrewded it. 
you know, like people around the office say I shrewded something in a really irreversible way. A lot of car, this is probably the most car scenes we'll get in the office. Traveling salesman, I guess. The other one you get a lot of is when he goes around to the branches with Pam. Now we have Karen and Phyllis. And it shows that his wife has basically the same hair and makeup as they went to get. And, uh, it, you know, Phyllis kind of winks at the camera. Now we have Stanley meeting with a group of African-American men. He said, hey, I'm going to let Ryan do a little pitch for you while I do my crossword puzzle. All three of them look at him. He just, Ryan is stunned. He says, hi, 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 hi. Frozen. Now we have Jim and Dwight talking to a guy. Dwight wants to use his phone. Dwight dials a number. Three, seven. And the guy is confused. Now we're back to Stanley and Ryan. And he goes, you just said, ha, ha, ha. You sounded like my niece. He's cracking up. The guy says, look, it makes more fiscal sense to go with the big guys. We can't compete with prices. How important is customer service? That's one of the big guys, Dwight says. Been on hold this whole time. Kelly answers. Hey, Kelly, it's Jim. Oh my God, Jim, how are you? And then he hangs up. Here's my card, my cell, pager, home, pager, my other pager number. I don't celebrate any major holidays. I don't take sick days. I don't go off on birthdays. And they've got a deal. Phyllis says, hey, I enjoy spending time with you. So glad you're with Jim. He was really hung up on Pam for such a long time. Didn't think he'd ever get over her. And now... Karen says, that's nice. You can pay me back later for the makeover. Stanley's still laughing at while Ryan is uh, bummed. Now we have Andy. Then why didn't Dwight say he was late? I was walking past his desk and I saw a toll booth receipt from New York City stamped this morning. Why would Dwight go to New York without telling anyone? Ooh, real smoking gun there. Did you betray Dwight? Michael looks incensed. Dwight betrayed me before. This is a strike two. Fool me once. Strike one. Fool me twice. 
strength three. Dwayne says, I like Karen. She's pretty, appears intelligent. My girlfriend is also beautiful and smart. She can be a model or a college professor. Which is intimidating, said guys. Jim says we should go on a double date. No, thank you. Jan says Dwight's name is on the security sign in sheet in the company was not your beeswax incorporated. Oh, doggy. Karen says, you want to grab a coffee? And she's like, well, look at you. Michael goes to Dwight, where were you this morning? The damn rooster didn't crow. Pam looks at the camera. You are lying right now. I know you went to corporate. And I know you lied about it. I need you to tell me right now exactly what you were doing. You said you have to trust me. I'll never do anything to you or this company. You said I want you to think about your future. He says I want you to think about long and hard. He says that's what she said. And he says... Don't you dare. Andy, looking like a big heavy. Now we have a shot in the break room. Angela. He is facing Angela's back. And he's like, look, this is going to be okay. We can reveal our true love to the office. It won't be that bad. It's like Kelly and Ryan. I hate those two more than anything in the entire world. Dwight says, I don't have a lot of choices. Karen, they sit down for coffee. Did you have a thing for Pam? Jim says, no. Why did you say something? He says, look, here's the thing. I had a crush on her before I left, told her about it, she didn't feel the same way, so it didn't amount to anything, and I left. Jim says, I'm really glad you're here. She looks happy with that answer. Now we have Dwight standing up in the office. May I have your attention, please? This will only take a moment of your time. I love this company more than anything. I'm stepping down from my post to spend more time with my family. Pam shoots a look over at Angela, who looks panicked. I will laugh in the faces of those who doubt me. Pleasure working with some of you. I will not forget those of you soon. Today it is me. We all shall fall. I'm quitting. Boom, ba, doop, dee, doo. Like, 
is something which is totally awesome. And he was such a nice guy. No, he was not. He was such a douche. Don't believe you. Give me the rest of my belongings to Michael Scott. Just take it. Except this. Ryan says, Dwight will be missed. Not by me so much, but somebody. Angela crying. Dwight from sales. One of the most honorable and efficient employees this company's ever had. The life goal was to die in his desk chair. Today that dream was shattered. Dwight walking out looking stone-faced. He gives Jim a big squeeze. Very, very sad. He said, what happened on your sales call? Andy, quite pleased with himself. Happy is such an ugly word, but... Oh, yeah, and I, this is a good shot. The camera kind of blurs, and it shows Angela looking at him, sniping. Like the coldest sniper stare you can imagine. I forgot about that. I wonder if that's why she, like, tries to systematically dismantle the man in later seasons. I guess we shall see. So that is a traveling salesman. I'm going to be signing off here from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Good night. Sleep tight.